Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Welcome to Blog Talk uh, and Ortley's Weekly Weather, broadcasting here from the bright red desk on the Upper East Side of Manhattan as the sun streams in my very dirty window. One of the things that happens when you stay home <laughs> for long periods of time, you notice all the things you haven't cleaned in a while. Uh, I think it was the Pisces Mercury. I was like, wow, there's like cobwebs up there. Not really cobwebs, kind of like little, I have a fan that runs in one of my rooms. And it's like that little stuff. And then the windows are dirty, and then I noticed that, you know, I've been cooking a lot, so the what are those things that turn on the gas, they're a little dirty. Like, yeah, I'm cleaning a lot here. I'm cleaning a lot here. Mercury is out of Pisces. We are into Mercury and Aries, so we're kind of like, wow, what's that? Mercury and Aries also is going to make us be a little sharp-tongued this week. Mercury went into Aries yesterday, and even though Mayor Cuomo and uh, Governor uh, uh, Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio here in New York have kind of put away their warrior natures with each other, seems to be back again. They were fighting about whether to open schools. I'm like, well, Mercury's in Aries. Everybody's not going to be so... Nice, right? So you're going to find with Mercury having shifted into Aries yesterday, Saturday, um, people are going to be a little more snappy, a little more, a little more direct in their communication. And I always use Mercury in Aries. I had a friend who has has it, and a while, a long, long time ago, she said to me, "You know, you're really smart. I'm surprised you're not more successful." That's what Mercury. That's an example of Mercury in Aries, right? And I kind of looked at her and I went, "Well, I guess there's a compliment in there, you know." So all of us are going to be feeling a little more sharp-tongued. We're also going to be having more sharp mind, meaning, like, let's think about stuff. You know, the last week or so with Mercury in Pisces, Pisces is, aside from other things, very emotional, very sensitive, very related, maybe a little depressed. I know I had a couple of good rounds of crying last week. Mercury in Pisces is a little bit paranoid. And I got a call yesterday from two people I totally love who are brilliant astrologers. I consider them my astrological parents. Um, and, you know, they don't, nor- they don't normally call me. That's not, how, that's not how our relationship works. We get together in person, but very rare I hear from them. So I get this call, and I, I give a little panic attack, you know, because they're, they're a little older. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I hope something's not wrong with them. So I called them, you know, and uh, it's my friends Jane and Raymond and uh, my astrological mom and dad because my father was totally not supportive of me being an astrologer and Jane and Raymond for 25 years have been incredibly supportive of me being an astrologer. I consider them my parents by choice. And, uh, And they had watched some stuff on the Internet that got them very paranoid. And I said, well, first of all, that person is a crappy astrologer. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm not going to say who it was. But I'm like, they're very crappy and they're very dramatic and they're very not correct. They're not particularly good. I'm not going to say, you know, you're not supposed to say mean things about people. But I'm like, no, their stuff's bad. And it's this whole thing about is this a biowarfare, is this a, you know, whatever, which I've had a few people mail to me. And I kind of went, you know, it really doesn't matter if it's biowarfare. Um, does that serve you? It doesn't serve you. We, the goal is to get through it. The goal is to get through it. Not everybody dies. And if it was biowarefare, what are you going to do about it? What can you do? And and we and we talked about it. You know, first of all, after I trashed this person, but but it's understanding there was a lot of fever pitch out there, right? And paranoid pitch, paranoid pitch. Uh, a woman who I deeply admire posted some, you know, posted something from. 
some crazy guy who said he was a doctor. And I, you know, I have this background check thing that I do on people when I can look up their birthdays, right? So, you know, you can look up the birthdays of basically anybody with a driver's license in America. So I looked him up. No guy, no doctor. Looked him up in the Missouri records. No doctor. Looked him up on the internet. Well, he had a trolling tra- Facebook account, Twitter account. You know, he was he was making the shit up. He's screaming into the thing. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And you know, and he wasn't. And and she's really, you know, a woman I deeply admire. But I was like, you know, this is not a helpful post. Um. And so I think one of the things we need to be aware of is that because of the feeding of the Pisces, you know, and I had it last week, I started crying, they're burying all these unclaimed bodies in Potter's Field here in New York. And a friend of mine who's, you know, very good at working with me <laughs> said, and they bury people in Potter's Field all the time, you know. I'm like, but people are dying in their apartments and we don't even know about it. And she's like, people die in their apartments all the time, right? So just know that there, there's a little infectious thing running out there besides the virus, emotionally infective. And so, you, you, know, the, you know, that's the whole point. Like, okay, so maybe it is bioterrorism. What the hell are you going to do about it? Nothing. You got to live through it. You got to follow the rules so you, you, you live through it, right? So that's Mercury and Aries. It's like, okay, what do I have to do, right? And our job with Mercury and, Aries, and also to recognize that people can really get crazy this week because Mercury's in Aries where after he spent like months in Pisces. So it's going to feel fresh. It's going to feel sharp and snappy. It's going to feel, oh, you know, you, you know, you're really smart. I'm surprised you're not more successful. And when those things come at you, your job is to kind of go. And I, you know, I actually posted back on the woman who posted this crazy doctor, alleged doctor, I said, this is very counterproductive, and I don't normally do that kind of stuff. Um, very counterproductive, you know, uh, not not helpful to people. And, um, and so I think that we're going to see a little bit more contention in the world, right, a little more contention and a little more rah, 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 rah. And that's okay. The sun's in Aries. Mercury's in Aries, right? So that's that's big, but it also is big. Now, remember... A couple of weeks ago when I said, hey, you know, Venus is going to go through and square all these Capricorn planets, right? And that was when Italy and Spain really blew up with the virus. And, uh, and of course, Italy and Spain are both tourist countries. They're ruled by Venus, the goddess of beauty and love, food, wine, song, you know, uh, love songs, beautiful, the Amalfi Coast. You know, I had a big romance on the Amalfi Coast a long time ago. Um, yeah, so those are the tourist countries, and they blew up. Right, and, we, and the money got crazy. Venus, money, right? The stock market crashed. This week, the sun is going to go through these points, uh, and we're going to see stuff. We're going to see stuff, and we're going to go, "Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that." And the sun is going to square Eris, the goddess of discord. Going to join Eris, the goddess of discord. Going to square Pluto. Going to square Jupiter. Uh, yeah. So we're up for a ro- wild, and we're we're up for a wild ride this week. Because the sun is going to come to illuminate them the same way Venus did the money and us paying attention to, wow, Italy's going down, right? You know, it's kind of like when you're, you know, I mean, I've never been in a war in this lifetime, but it's like you're in a battlefield and you're standing there and the guy next to you gets shot and you go, oh, wow, problem, better duck, right? So this week the sun goes into Aries. I mean, he's in Aries, but he goes in to square these Capricorn planets that have been this 
plague. I mean, remember, Saturn and Pluto, when they meet up, right? Saturn and Pluto have brought us plagues many, many times. They brought us the AIDS epidemic in 82-83. In 46-47, the conjunction was in Leo, which was polio for children, and it affected the kids, paralysis and death worldwide. 1415 uh, was World War One, which was, of course, poisonous gas. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, we've been trying, tracking a lid in, a bit in, you know, so bioterrorism. Well, poisonous gas called the death of 37 million people in World World War One, and wounded a lot more. And then right after that, the influenza roamed the earth. In 1518 was the fall of the Aztec Empire and the conquest of Spain because they introduced smallpox into a new population, a virgin population, where it had never been before. And the Dancing Plague struck Strasbourg, where the infected were struck with an uncontrollable urge to dance, dying from exhaustion, stroke, and heat seizure, and that was due to a fungus. Then, there, you know, there's been plagues. This is what happens on Saturn-Pluto conjunction. It wants to, re war is the other thing, right? We don't want war, but it restructures our society right it structures it changes the structure and we're watching the structures of our society evolve in front of us so our job is to do our saturns and when we do our saturns we are helping this process happen now remember saturn is also fear so when it grips you in my case saturn and scorpio you know you all know my neighbor died uh, last year and I was I went and paid for her funeral or her cremation because I didn't want her body going to the the city morgue and I didn't want her buried in a potter's field because she didn't have family right and I went over with my credit card and said here's three thousand dollars cremate her I have her ashes here in my living room I didn't want her to be an unclaimed body right so here I have you know this they're un, they're burying people's in potter's field here in New York. And I'm like freaking out, right? I've got Saturn in Scorpio. The sat fear, you know, death, right? Like, no, don't let her be buried. She's dead. Does she really care? <laughs> you, know, you know, it was somebody said that to me and I said, I don't know, but I didn't want her I didn't want her unclaimed, you know. And we later found her sister and her sister's like, Well, I don't I don't really want her ashes, so I still got her here in my living room. So watch your Saturn. It's going to bring up your fear, right, this week, because sun's going to illuminate it. Sun's going to square square these planets. It's going to square Jupiter. going to square Pluto. It's going to make you see things you maybe don't want to see, and that is okay. The whole point of this is living in reality world. Doing the flights of fantasy, doing the whatever, then you pull yourself together, you sit in your chair, and you go, and what can I do about it? What can I do about it? I can live through this to get to the other side, so that I'm okay, right? I can get through this. And that's really what we want to do this week. We want to recognize with the sun and Aries we're in a warrior mode, right? And we are stepping forward and we're squaring the we're squaring the authorities. We're seeing the Capricorn Jupiter. We're illuminating them. We're seeing them the way we never saw them before. So it's really important for us to be reality-based. And remember, denial is a wonderful thing. That is That is what happens. Denial is a wonderful thing. Fear is contagious. So if somebody's trying to scare you, you want to look at them and go, why are you trying to scare me? It's scary enough out there, right? Um, leave me out of your scary emotions. And if somebody freaks out around you, be nice to them like my friend was to me. And people die in their apartments all the time. Uh, that's how we have sometimes if they don't have any family, then they have to. And then, of course, I went, but you don't have any family. What if you die? And she was like, 
I'm good. I got I got plans for what's going to happen to me. <laughs> so watch your watch where you get a little wild this week because it's Aries. It's Aries. You know, Jane and Raymond. I you know they don't they don't call me. I'm like going, oh my god, something's wrong with them. Oh my god, I called right back. Yeah. So watch where you get the fear. And I love Jane and Raymond. You know, and I, and Raymond's like, yeah, you're right. What can we do about it? You know, and he normally is the voice of calm and reason. And Jane is a Pisces, so she's just like a warm hug, you know. So, um, yeah, so watch where you catch it. Watch where you catch it. It It, it is a little contagious this week, okay, especially Tuesday, <laughs> but really the whole week because the sun is going to freak us out a little. The good news is the moon's in Capricorn. Uh, the first part of the week you might is right now it's in Sag. So I'm giving you a bit of a lecture. I apologize. Um, but then it's going to go into Capricorn, solid, reliable, dependable. And then it's going to be in uh, Aquarius, which is we help we figure out a plan, right? And then it then it goes into Pisces. And a little shout out. There's a new baby in the world. Little John Henry Vaccaro arrived uh, at New York Hospital. Um, and he is here. And he's got a great chart. Lovely Sag rising little little fellow. And uh, born around midnight um, at 12.05, actually, I think it was. And he is the newest addition to the Vaccaro family, one of my favorite my favorite clients, actually the mom and the daughter are both clients, and he is a little Aries with a lovely little moon in Sag and a Sag rising, so this little child's going to be a fire god and quite fun, frankly. Um, so there's some good news in the world, in my life, and certainly in the Vaccaro family life, and in uh, Samantha and mom's uh, brother, or son and brother, uh, having a new baby. So watch for the good news. Watch for the helpers, as Mr. Rogers used to like to say. Uh, they were there, you know, in my case, when I was crying. <laughs> I was like, oh, the potter's field. I'm like, all right, and calm down a little. These people, you know, like, it's all right. They're getting buried. You know, you know, they're not rotting in the street. Calm yourself down. And just recognize very fiery energy. And if somebody's feeding you some fire, getting you all worked up, getting you fired up with Mercury and Aries, you want to kind of go, okay. Is that what I, you know, is that helpful? Is that helpful to me? That's not helpful. I don't really care where it came from. I don't care if it's from a lab. I, I You know, if it's from a lab and we're, you know, going to go into a war, I think that's not a great idea, right? I, I think that's not, there's a lot of people in China. They're going to beat our ass. They own our, they make our weapons. Like, calm down, calm down. Understand our job with this is to get through it. That's what happens with Pluto transits. When I say them to people, I said, you're going to go through it. It's not going to be like anything you've ever done before. And when you get to the other side, you're going to go, I never want to go through that again. But I have been changed. I have learned stuff. And we've all been learning a lot of stuff about the people in our lives. Things like Pluto transits make you really see who people are, make you see what's important to them, make you see you know what what's what's you know what's needed and you know at the end of the conversation with Jane and Raymond they said thank you so much for calling and I said no no problem and you know and of course my calling them was my way of saying I love you guys what's wrong how can I help right so watch for that energy watch for that energy coming in your life when you are you know and I always say I love them I always give them a hug and a kiss when they leave you know I've known them for 25 years they're my they're my my astro parents but I was like my god are you okay and they were like, yeah, we're fine. We just saw this thing and we're really freaked out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but honor, 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 honor where the helpers come in. Honor that you, you demonstrate how you love someone by stepping in and helping them this week. 
stepping in and helping instead of fighting with them, instead of, you know, pointing out things and saying, hey, see it. You know, my friend did it to me about the potter field. I did it about, you know, does it matter? We have to live through it. And you guys, all, all of us, we're all astrologers. We all are related. We're all connected. We understand we're all part of this big world. And pointing out, you know, uh, you know pointing out something that is is maybe helpful, maybe a little sharp-tongued, but helpful. You know, my first comment was, he's a horrible astrologer. Don't even watch his stuff. That was my first comment to them. Very Aries, right? And I, you know, I don't normally talk trash about other astrologers. I do promote certification. And let me tell you, this guy could not pass a certification test. Um, That said, being a little bitchy, Mercury and Aries, see how it works? It's very fun. Uh, So when we look at the week ahead, just know, fiery, passionate, very crazy, very, very crazy. Venus did the last stuff. This is the sun, exalted in Aries, which, or in its rulership, no, exalted in Aries. So it's it's pointing, it's pointing, and it's playing with Saturn in uh, Pluto and Capricorn and Jupiter in his detriment. So big fire, think big fire, big explosion, big fiery energy. and we'll see what happens. We'll see how it works. Our job is to watch it, pay attention, stay as conscious as possible. When you freak out, find somebody else who's not freaking out, talk to them, have them talk you down off the wall, and then go, okay, okay, I'm good, I'm good. Because we are, we're good. We're here, we're alive. We have a new baby in the world, little John Henry. Right? And uh, forward we go. All right, so this week, of course, daylight savings time. Today the moon's in Sag. It's void, actually, until 8.05. Went void this morning about 7.46. And then it goes into Capricorn on the 12th and the 13th and the 14th. And then it goes uh, into Aquarius on the morning of the 15th at 3.37. So the Capricorn moon last aspect is a conjunction to Jupiter, which really expands things. Ah, Good closing aspect, but very big. Okay, so the energy on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, very big. Wednesday, we have we wake up with the moon in Aquarius because it goes into Aquarius at 3.37 a.m. It's in Aquarius on Thursday when Passover ends. It's in Aquarius on Friday when it goes void at 10.34 a.m. with a sextile, moon in Aquarius sextiles the sun, which is, you know, detach emotionally, pay attention to what's going on, sextile positive closing aspect. Moon is void all day Friday. Uh, Passover ends on the 16th. That's also the Orthodox Good Friday on the 17th. And then the moon goes into Pisces at 2.29 p.m. Friday afternoon. And it's in Pisces Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, And it goes void at 7.31 p.m. Sunday night. And it goes void with a sextile to Jupiter. So the closing aspects are good this week. But the energy is very accelerated and very fast, very fast, very fast. And uh, then after it goes into, it goes void on the 19th, it goes into Aries, bright and early on the morning of Monday morning, the 20th. Okay? So good moon closing aspects. Tuesday and when, Monday and Tuesday are a little bit stressed. Tuesday is the big one because the sun squares Pluto uh, and it joins Eris, and the moon is in there playing around in Capricorn. So sun square moon, very accelerated emotional energy, people wanting to go and be free, and other people urging caution, right? So what are we talking about opening up the country again? Trust this is going to be full of a bit of fights. Uh, there's going to be some fights here. 
Then when we get to uh, Wednesday, we have Sun square Jupiter, Sun and Aries square Jupiter, accelerating things. And then Moon goes into Aquarius, which makes people go, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I'm done. Right? So that energy is Wednesday. And then Aquarius goes, we get a little space. You know, we have the fight <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We get a little space. When the Aquarius moon happens, we all go to our corners. And then when the Pisces moon happens on the weekend, we go, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I love you, I didn't really mean to hurt your feelings. And, and we get a little cuddly, right? So kind of think of that's the theme of the week. Remo, you got to move, baby, i got to give him the days. My little black, and, little black and white boy is up here on the desk hanging out with Mom. Um, all right, so we did the moons. So the moon endings are all nice, but I'm going to tell you, the beginning of the week is pretty tense because we're all getting new... This new energy, Mercury and Aries, makes us sharp-tongued. Plus, the, the sun going in, you know, going in and illuminating this Capricorn stuff, right? So, <clears throat> as I mentioned, the sun the sun meets up with Aries, which we wake up in kind of a foul mood on the fifteenth, on the thirteenth rather, and then the sun squares Pluto uh, on the fourteenth, and then it has a hard aspect to relationships on the fifteenth. So this is also. You know how we talk about the anger being one of the phases of denial or one of the phases of transformation when you're having uh, these kind of big changes happening? You know, denial, which is, you know, a good one. <laughs> I kind of like that one, frankly. It's a little easier, you know. You know, you just deny it's happening and that you're staying home because you want to, right? Uh, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, right? So this week is an anger week, just saying, and just kind of go, okay, you're like on my last nerve here. Uh, when am I getting out of here? You know, when am I Aries Sun, Aries Sun squaring the cap? When are you letting me free? Right. So, just know that's and and even just free from the house. You know, because you just you need to get out. Um, sun squared Jupiter on the fifteenth uh, makes it bigger, right? And then he sextiles Ceres on the seventeenth, so he figures out how to work with it, and he comes up with a strategic strategic plan because he squares Athena on the seventeenth. And then, nice, nice, the sun goes into Taurus, which makes him calm down, right? Uh, he goes into Taurus on the 19th, uh, next Sunday, and then he aspects the nodes of fate, giving us a choice. Now, remember, when he goes into Taurus, Venus is still out of bounds, right? So she's out of bounds, which means um, the stories swirl. And now, being out of bounds in Gemini... Right, she answers to that Mercury in Aries. She was answering to the Mercury in Pisces, which was amplifying everybody's emotions and feelings. And now she's going to be answering to Mercury in Aries. So she's going to be, even though you know, remember out of bounds planets. Even though we love them, when they hit home runs, they can also be very back and forth. And and when they hit a line drive into the the stands, it can be a little hard. Uh, so Venus this week in Gemini, out of bounds, has a semi-square on the 14th, the same day as all the hot tension happens on Tuesday. She has a semi-square to Eris. Now remember, Eris, the goddess of discord, got us really paying attention to the things that need to change, right? That's when she's working in her higher function, that's what she does. Uh, and then <clears throat> Venus meets up with Vesta on the 14th. There's a lot of Vesta aspects this week. Now Vesta is the home and the hearth. And we're all home. And so Vesta is very active, which either means you're going to be cleaning your house. Like I'm going to clean those those things on my stove that I'm like, those are dark, those are dirty. Um, or you're going to want to get out of the house. 
right? So you really do need to go, if you go out, masks, socially distance, all the stuff we've been learning, because people are going to be really feeling very fiery, very fiery and very raw. You know, Aries, we always joke about Aries, meat, malt, and a mattress, right? Give them a beer, give them a steak and some sex, and they're happy. So that's the other way to use this energy. Get naked, have some fun. Um, I know the kids are home, but you can do it. It's you know, pretend like when you were you, when you were younger and you kind of snuck it, you know, and uh, you know nobody knew, right? You know, those 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 front seats, those quietly in the house on the couch in the basement. Um, so, and that's not a reveal. I just wanted to say our basement on on East Street was really nasty. I never did it in the basement. <clears throat> Venus uh, joins Vesta on the fourteenth. Then Venus has hard aspects to Pluto and Jupiter. Okay, so we got Jupiter, we got the Sun square in it, and we got Venus in stressful aspects, a sesquiquadrate with Pluto on the 15th and a sesquiquadrate with um, Jupiter on the 17th. So we've got Venus kind of rolling through these, rolling through these planets, activating them after the Sun does. So this is, and of course, Venus is entering to Mercury and Aries. So it's kind of like, don't you appreciate me? Don't you see what I've done for you? You know, if you find yourself saying that or someone saying that to you, that's an example of this aspect. Oh, after all I've done for you, kind of go, I, I appreciate all you've done for me. You know, I think we need to go out for a walk. <laughs> because this is when we need to maybe look at the chores. We need to re we need to restructure who's doing what, you know. Like, you're, it's your turn to walk the dog. Um, understanding that Venus in Gemini wants to negotiate a new reality or new, and she's in Air, answering to Aries. She's not interested in doing it the way she used to before. She wants it changed. Uh, Mars trines Juno on the 15th. So we do learn how to take action. Mars is in Aquarius, very detached, and Juno, of course, is in Libra, retrograde. So Mars in Aquarius wants to adjust, maybe in Aquarius, maybe separate a little. You know, from the way we've been doing the partnership, and then he has a quintile to Eris, and he comes on the 16th, right? So he comes up with, well, you know, another way we might do that is this. And so honoring the new ideas that come in and new ways of thinking about things, you know, and watching um, my governor and my mayor have a little fight about whether we're opening the schools, and you know, the governor said we're keeping them closed, and the mayor, or the mayor said we're keeping them closed, and the governor said he can't decide that. I'm in charge of deciding that. Two hours later, clearly there hadn't been a conversation there, right? And then, the, and then the governor goes aspirational. <laughs> so just watch for that. You know, you're going to see it. You're going to see it in the world. You're going to see it in your house. You're going to see it with your friends, and that's okay. You know, it's the anger part or the I'm done bargaining with you about this. <laughs> We're doing it my way. Hey, you know, Aries, you know, we love them. They they are clear, though. That's the beauty of being an Aries. They're very clear. You know, I have a good friend who's an Aries, uh, and, you know, the one thing she is is clear. You know, <laughs> when I was thinking about buying the condo and I called her and I was I was okay with buying the condo, but I got into this whole thing about I'd have to get a car. I would have to get a car. And she's like, Ann, like, calm down. You can rent a car for three months. Like, calm down. So this is important. Find your triage people. Try your people that, you know, you can go to and go, hi, and they go, calm down. Really, you can buy a car. You're going to buy a condo? You're worried about a car? Like, come on, you know. (laughs) 
And then you go, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, you're right. Now, I will say the events of this week are going to be things you're going to be able to laugh at too, okay? Because with a little time, you're going to find it pretty funny. So just know, like, whenever you, when you get into it and, and they start going, what? You go, okay. So a long, long time ago, um, I called my father. And his birthday is this week, by the way. Happy birthday, Dad. He would have been 91. And I called him, and I was completely obsessed that my cat had rabies, right? Because it was not these cats. It was a long time ago. It was like foaming at the mouth. And I'm like, oh, my God. He has rabies. It was like 1 in the morning. And, I, and my father was like, what? He has rabies? I said, well, maybe, maybe a bat flew in the window, and maybe a bat bit it. And he's like, what are you talking about, right? So the next day I get up and I call the vet, and the vet goes, well, a lot of times that antibiotic that we gave you for the infection he had causes foaming in the mouth. And, of course, he wasn't. He was feeling sick, so he didn't want me to bother him, and he was foaming. But he didn't have rabies, right? So watch for the paranoia. <laughs> watch for the paranoia this week. Call the person who walks you off the cu- walks you off the cliff. Say to them, "Okay, walk me off the cliff. Walk me off the cliff. I need a little help here. You can do it." The Saturn makes hard aspects to the nodes of fate that help you see something in an important way on the 17th, and a lot of Vesta, you know, which does mean we need to get out of the house. Pluto aspects Vesta, Vesta aspects Juno, like uh, Neptune also is contraparallel to Chiron. So. Just honor that the energy is a little over the top this week. We also have Mars uh, forming aspects to by declination, forming aspects by to Saturn and Vesta and Ceres. And I know a couple people where I was talking to were like, I am just eating everything in the house. And I'm like, okay, so this is a good week for you to do the Mars, get out more, walk around a little more, maybe jog because you can't go to the gym. Um, you know, stop being a sloth. This is the week to stop being a spot. And on that note, the British lady says, I'm cooked and I'm done. And I'm going to obey her because I don't want to have a fight with the British lady. So I wish you all a great week. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Feel the fluid. Feel the blood running in your veins. The sun the sun says, awaken, right? It's in Aries. It wants us to get out. And it is, it is contentious this week, but you can do it. You can do it. And just smile when they try and pick a fight with you. And go, oh, this is the Aries. They're trying to pick a fight with me. All right, all right. I'm good. I'm good. I know how to handle it. I know what. I know the energy is a little contentious this week. So do I want to fight with them? Might be fun to fight with them. Yeah, maybe I want to go out for a walk instead. Your call. Your call. So take care. Lots of love. Big hugs. And I will talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.